tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, how Birmingham City Council went bust and what it tells us about the state of councils in England. That's after a short break. I'm Helena Bonham Carter, and for BBC Radio 4, this is History's Secret Heroes, a new series of rarely heard tales from World War II. They had no idea that she was Britain's top female codebreaker. We'll hear of daring risk-takers. What she was offering to do was to ski in over the high Carpathian mountains. Of course it was dangerous, but uh, danger was his friend. Subscribe to History's Secret Heroes wherever you get your podcasts. People living in Birmingham are paying more for less after the city council effectively declared itself bankrupt. Today's issuing of the Section 114 notice is a necessary step as we seek to get our city back on sound financial footing so that we can build a stronger city for our residents. The result is a 21% hike in council tax over the next two years as its leaders try to find £300 million in savings. This is a challenging time for the council but we are doing everything that we possibly can to continue supporting the people of Birmingham, the staff that work in this authority, and everybody else who are a stakeholder across this city. It's an increasingly familiar story. Major cuts are also being planned in Thurrock, Woking and Nottingham City Councils, which, like Birmingham, have all effectively gone bust over the last two years. So what went wrong inside the council running Britain's second largest city? It's actually the biggest unitary authority on the continent and that is by dint of the size of its population. Jane Haynes is a political editor for the Birmingham Mail and Birmingham Live. It oversees uh, 1.2 million people. The size of its budget is significant. It's got a budget of £4.2 billion or thereabouts every year, and it provides every service. So that's everything from social services, schools, libraries, youth centres, maintains the roads, empties the bins. So it pretty much does everything that residents need to happen on a daily basis. The council has seen its budgets depleted year on year through austerity cuts. It's lost, it's estimated, around a billion pounds over over 10 to 13 years. So it, it came into kind of 2023 in a difficult financial position, but not one that was causing any alarm. Cuts to central government funding have put real financial pressure on councils in England. But on top of that, Birmingham has other problems there's some really challenging issues happening inside the council and in Birmingham's case, those have been pretty horrific. The council has had a massive problem with the introduction of a new IT system, dubbed Oracle. It was costing around 20 to 25 million pounds to switch over to a super duper new uh, whizzy IT and finance system. What it's ended up costing the council is close to £140 million, to put it right, because its implementation was so woefully done. There was also an equal pay dispute which hit the council hard. 
This is a historic issue for Birmingham. Back in 2012, the council ended up paying the best part of £1.1 billion in settlements to mostly women who had been underpaid in comparison to male counterparts in equivalent roles. It sold assets, cut services and found any money it could to pay the bill. But crucially, the council left itself open to future discrimination claims. So the million dollar question for Birmingham, and it could end up being a billion dollar question actually, is how it managed to get itself into a situation where it was continuing to unequally treat its male and its female workforces. So these things have come back to bite Birmingham. Pretty dire situation for the council to have ended up in and one that, again, you know, residents are going to be paying the price for. It now has to pay another £760 million in settlements after already running down its financial reserves. So what does the council's bankruptcy mean for the people of Birmingham? On Tuesday, Birmingham City Council leaders met to sign off a new draft budget before it goes before the full council next week. Now, in that budget are some pretty devastating cuts to everything from road maintenance to libraries. Youth centres and youth services are having their budgets slashed. Again, we expect some of the remaining uh, youth centres in the city to close. Bins are currently collected every week in Birmingham, but by next year, the expectation is that it'll be a fortnightly bin collection and not a weekly one. Parks aren't going to have their grass cut as often. The street lights are going to be dimmed, um, which could obviously then have, have concerning impacts on safety. There are massive cuts on the way for children's services, and City Council is going to no longer fund any of the flagship or the community arts projects that help build the city's reputation. More than 100 doctors in Birmingham have written to the council criticising its plans to cut £51 million from children's services. But I think what's probably more concerning is the impact that will slowly emerge. So when you cut, for example, the chances of children and families getting early help, what tends to happen, and it's been proven in other, in other places, is that when you cut those services, the chance of families going into crisis is, is much higher and the risk of harm to children increases. And while Birmingham residents will see their public services cut, they'll also see their council tax bills rise. Birmingham City Council has applied for and been given permission by the government to exceptionally raise council tax this year and next year. So this year it's going to go up by 9.99%, which is the most that they were permitted by the government. Next year it's going to go up the same. So the, the accumulative effect for taxpayers is that the bills they're paying now will be 21% higher in two years' time, if that makes sense. So they're going to go up a fifth in two years. Now, that amounts to hundreds of pounds for average council taxpayers and is, is really concerning. The burden is going to fall heavily on low and middle earners particularly, and that has not gone down well. We'll have more after the break. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves... Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. 
Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, it's Tomini from Tortoise. This podcast is sponsored by EY. UK business leaders are quietly confident that better times are coming. More than half of those who responded to the recent EY CEO Outlook survey believe their profitability would increase in 2024. As businesses look to the future, transformation is clearly front and centre on the 2024 CEO agenda, with the vast majority of leaders planning to maintain or accelerate their transformational change in 2024. With 76% of CEOs in agreement that AI will deliver transformative efficiency benefits to their organisation, how can AI be put to use to enhance innovation efforts? Find out how integrating AI into your business could minimise the negative impacts on the workforce, boost productivity and improve overall employee experience by reading the full report at ey.com. Birmingham City Council isn't the first local authority to go bust, and it probably won't be the last. Research by the Local Government Association found that nearly one in five council leaders in England think they're likely to declare bankruptcy in the next 15 months due to funding shortfalls. The councils blame squeezed spending power and ageing populations. Birmingham City Council has asked the government for a one and a quarter billion pound loan. Without it, the council won't be able to meet its commitments. It will then essentially pay back by selling a lot of its assets. So that's buildings, land, arts venues. Basically, there's a fire sale on in Birmingham. Developers are are gathering, looking for bargains. The council is, is trying very hard to ensure it gets value for money, but... That's going to be another massive impact on the city. I think it's fair to say that a lot of Brummies will still be in the dark about what's going on. I'm sure the majority do know that the council is in dire straits. It has been, you know, making the headlines here for the best part of a year. But the pivotal moment might not come until they get their council tax bills landing on their on their mats uh, the first week of April, which is when they will be delivered. I've spoken to people who are going to lose their jobs. 600 jobs are going to go at the council as well. But there will also be associated job losses in all the organisations that the council funds. Next week, the full council will meet to confirm the draft budget. Protests outside the council house are expected as the backlash against cuts begins. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Amy Harper. Tortoise. Hello, it's Tomini from Tortoise. This podcast is sponsored by EY. Senior business leaders in the UK are keen to harness AI, 
but there's a complex regulatory maze emerging globally. The OECD, a group of the world's richest countries, which includes the UK, has adopted a new set of principles to ensure that AI operates in a way that's safe, fair and trustworthy. The principles are wide-ranging, but in essence call for AI systems to be designed in a way that respects the rule of law and human rights, and says there should be transparency around their use. By embracing the core principles of responsible innovation, UK business leaders can better explore sector-specific opportunities and emerging trends without compromising on citizens' trust. Find out more at ey.ai. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 